Hello, and welcome to the SOAR podcast. My name is Paul Zapula. We've been looking at the life of Jesus, and we're looking now in this season of Lent, the ministry of Jesus' last days. And we come close now to his intimacy with the disciples. Now, Jesus had a public ministry um, to the house of Israel uh, to sow the seed of God's word, to fulfill all the scriptures and the prophets, to touch the lame, to touch the broken in spirit, the broken in heart, to recover sight to the blind. And then there was a time that Jesus just pulled his disciples to the side. He spent quiet times with them, times of prayer and times of intimacy with them. You know, at the Last Supper, he, the Passover, that he would eat with his disciples before his suffering. He said, I desire with all my heart to eat this Passover with you. And we see that the desire of Jesus was to be with his disciples in his last days on earth and to show and reveal his heart to them. And I'm so grateful we have that recorded in Scripture. And before we get into the Scriptures, let's pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help guide us. Spirit of the living God, you have created all things. You moved over all of the face of the earth in darkness and you've created light. Every living thing comes from you and every living thing has its breath in you, Lord. Everything is moving upward in creation, in worship and praise to its creator. And you have created us, Lord, in the image of God, that we too might be redeemed from the curse of the law, the power of the grave, and the penalty of sin that we might be a new race of people, that Adam's race is dead in sin and Christ's race is alive in God. Holy Spirit, move in us these next few moments as we ponder and meditate upon the Gospel of John and wherever else you lead and guide us to, Lord. Bring us into a fuller revelation of the truth that's found in Jesus alone. Spirit of God, do a work within us today, Lord. We need you. We need a greater revelation of Jesus. Flood our souls with this truth today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'd like to read now, and if you're in a place where you could hear God's word, 
or you can flip to the scriptures or if you're like me and you have the BLB Blue Letter Bible on your phone that I strongly encourage every disciple, student, ambassador, missionary, pastor, teacher, layperson, those who are curious about God's word to get the free app, BLB, and come adventure into the word of God. John 14, 10, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwells in me, he does the works. John 10, 38, But if I do, though ye believe not me, believe the works, that ye may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. Now that was what Jesus wanted to convey to his contemporaries and to his adversaries, the religious people, that he was not working apart from God. He was working in concert with God. He was not working against Scripture. He was working in fulfillment of Scripture. Everything he did, he did to please the Father. And everything that was pleasing in God was in Christ. John 17, we have from around John 14 to John 17, the intimacy in which Jesus is now pulling aside the disciples and revealing to them his heart, his mission, and what he's desiring from God for them. Now we have here from the Blue Letter Bible, John 17, 7, 11, 21, 23, and 26. And watch and see how beautifully these are all crafted into one message. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father. Keep thou them in thy name, those you have given me that they may be one as we are one, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me and the glory which thou givest me, I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one, I in them and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved me as thou hast loved me. I love them, and I have declared unto them thy name, and I will declare it, that the love wherein 
thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. I was meditating on that this morning and it just flood my soul how many times the word I, they, and them is recorded in these verses. I, they, them, I in them, they in me, you in me, thou which thou hast given me, I now give of myself to them that they may be in me as thou art in me. They may be dwelling in me and I in them. And the love which thou hast given me may also be in them. I in them, they in me, I in you. Can you see the heart of Jesus conveying to his disciples the desire that God would fulfill in him as they are now put into Christ and Christ is put into them by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that the love of which God has for Jesus is now in us to me I want that truth to flood my soul that Christ is dwelling in me and that nothing can separate him from me. 2 Corinthians 5.19 To wit, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and he has committed to us the ministry of reconciliation. When you know you're reconciled with God because Christ is in you, reconciling you to God. You know, what a thought today. Think about that. Christ is in me, reconciling me to God. You know, some of us really need to understand the impact of that message. Jesus is in me to reconcile me to God. I am now reconciled to God. I'm made right with God. I was in darkness, I am now brought into light. I was a part, I am now united. I was an enemy, I am now a friend. I was an alien, I am now a citizen. Because of Jesus in me, reconciling me to God and God now is at peace with me and I am now at peace with him as Jesus said my peace I give you not as the world gives peace but as I give peace let not your heart be troubled Jesus said 
in John 14, there are many rooms in my father's dwelling. I go and prepare a place for you so that where I am, you might be also. Jesus is in me reconciling me to God. God's peace is now appropriated to me because of the reconciliation I now have with him through Jesus who reconciles me through his blood and resurrection from the grave. What a thought. May it flood your soul today. Colossians 1.19 For it pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. For in him, Colossians 2.9 dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. What a thought that all of God is contained in Jesus. So Philip would ask Jesus, show us the Father and that would be enough. Jesus said, have I not been with you so long, Philip, that you have not come to know me? He that has seen me has seen the Father. For I and the Father are one and the same. And they picked up stones to stone Jesus. And Jesus said, For what good work are you picking up stones to stone me? And they said, No, not for a good work, but that you, a man, claim to be God. And this God is now dwelling in us, reconciling us onto God. Think deeply on this. John 6.56 He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwells in me and I in him. The reconciliation we have with God and the peace of God that passes all understanding is because we have partaken of the body of Jesus. We have partaken of the blood of Jesus, which means his living, sinless body as the Lamb of God. Believing is eating. Drinking is believing. We believe in the perfect life and sacrificial death of Jesus and by believing in that we now partake of the dwelling of Jesus within us who reconciles us to God that we might have peace with God John 15 5 through 7 I am the vine ye are the branches he that abideth in me and I in him the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me you can do nothing if a man abideth not in me he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire that they are burned if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it will be done unto you. Abiding, dwelling, I in them, they in me. 
bearing fruit because the branch gets its nourishment from the vine. And we now are attached to the vine. We are the branch. He is the vine. And when you want to bear fruit, it cannot be apart from the vine. But if you're dwelling and he's dwelling within you, the natural is fruit from it. The natural result is fruit. Don't go for fruit. Go to abide. Dwell. Be in him, him in you. Understand that truth. Let it flood your soul and you will naturally bear fruit. That's the message for this Lentil season. I think it's part two now. Let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you again for today. You have spoken your word and preserved your word that we might be filled to overflowing with the truth of your word. May your word now take residence in the hearts of those that are wanting more out of life, wanting more out of this existence we have. Some are comfortable, some are uncomfortable, some are sick, some are healthy, some are addicted and some are not. Some are living in sin and some are free from sin. All these people, Lord, are yours. May you, Lord, rush and flood the truth of these words we spoke today, Lord, from your word into the soul of that one who's desiring more. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Until our next episode, blessings. <laughs>